This is Little Messi Studios, ladies and gentlemen. And as always, I am your host, Leonardo. Thank you very much for joining me. You can find me on any social media platform. That is except uh, for Twitter and TikTok, because I got banned off of Twitter and fuck TikTok, guys. Just imagine. Think of the big bureaucracies that have died. U.S. Steel, Kodak, Federated Department Stores. Sears Roebuck, and yet some things have come through and survived, and in some cases the whole business had to die, and they had to take the capital out and be owned of no businesses since they survived. That's what Berkshire did. Look at the three companies at Berkshire. Yeah, they all they all went out of business, and yet we wrung enough money out of them before they died. Berkshire now has more
nutty writers and the nutty leftists get together and maybe they're Ken Sane people in the California legislature, they throw them out. One group of nuts throws out the people in the middle and so does the other. And the one thing I can both agree on is they don't want any balanced, sensible people in the legislature. This is a very peculiar kind of government. This was not our ideal when we went to democracy. But it's what ha has happened, and it's getting worse and worse. And it's, it's quite serious, but I have a fantasy idea what we're going to do about it. Well, if there's no trust in the Nebraska Senate, there's definitely no trust now. After the situation with Senator Mike Groh and Senator Hunt, some provocative pictures have been showing up. And not showing up in ours because after all, it's sealed. We are subliminal message studios have not been able to acquire those pictures that were taken. And if you do not know the situation, I just want to get to a quick video real quick showing the lack of true trust within our Nebraska Senate. Yes, I think it's possible, but I think that this goes back to the problem of trust that we have, that when you look visually at this committee, not knowing what what the experience is of the men on that committee, it doesn't look like a committee that, that we can trust. It doesn't look like a committee that I would be comfortable going to if I had a problem. Um, well, I don't know if any of you know the situation, but let me re-explain it to you. Senator Mike Brown was taking provocative pictures of another senator. Um, now, which senator we cannot um, prove it was, but it was the same senator that went leaked to the news. News, uh, the media, people like me and other media outlets are, might be much more um, uh, foundational standing, but that does not mean, mean, mean nothing because we here at Subliminal Message Studios are going to fly past most of those news stations here, so we do not thank you all. That being said, let me explain the situation for you. Mike Brown took uh, provocative pictures of a senator on a state-run laptop. It was not a personal laptop. It was a state-bought laptop that he was using. He then gave that laptop to another senator. That senator, scrolling through the photos, immediately recognized her body, approached the senator about it, asked the senator, hey, were you taking these pictures of me? That senator, Senator Brown, uh, that is, he said, yes, I'm very, very sorry, apologize to it. As far as he thought, that was the end of it. Well, now he's got another thing coming. Now, um, Senator Mike Brown has resigned from office. That, uh, that was following a letter to the governor Monday. Uh, a, a Republican officially resigned from office. Now, he will no longer be a senator by midnight. Now, this is a... a about a week's old situation, but I'm just now covering it. I wanted to let a little more information be released about it. I did not want to jump the gun. That's not saying that um, I did not believe um, what that senator that was, um, what, what the situation was. I simply wanted to make sure I was getting all the details correctly so I did not drag anyone through the mud. Anyways, it's going to happen. Now, um, after all this, a new calls for a formal investigation into the handling of the harassment case at the state capitol that led to a senator's resignation. Now we do have uh, uh, there were multiple there are there are multiple um, senators that testified about this subject, and um, they also truly believe apparently that internal investigations 
are not being able to handle our own state capital. They believe that internal investigations or there needs to be an internal investigation from an outside source to truly investigate this situation. In other words, investigate these pictures. And keep in mind, these pictures were not new. They were taken at, uh, at the state capitol in um, apparently Mike Brown's office. We cannot confirm that is true or whether or not it is true or that being said. Now, uh, we do have um, a video on one senator, her explaining on why this is so serious. What I talk about is definitions. I kept being, the, the rumor kept coming and I kept hearing it's workplace harassment. But then it's pictures of very suggestive areas of a staffer. People are minimizing it by saying, oh, it's just workplace harassment. It's sexual harassment. When you're taking pictures of a body, that is sexual harassment. Let's be clear. And I don't understand why people were minimizing it in the entire rumor mill that I was hearing last week. I really can't imagine what you think consent is called. Now, um, uh, uh, Pansy Brooks says the workplace harassment is too serious and prevalent to allow it to be governed by politics. She's curious how workplace harassment claims are supposed to be secret, only for us to come out in the media. The Lincoln Senator wants an outside formal investigation to examine the interim study of the legislation's own pro uh, policies. The Lincoln Senator um, uh, is quoted by saying, I feel it is my responsibility as a senator woman, as a senior woman in the legislature, and as a member of the executive board to share my concerns about the effectiveness of the processes in place regarding workplace harassment and the legislative process. And we also have some strong videos on uh, what other senators think about this too. We do want to give them a chance to speak. It's not as if we want to um, shake down or minimize this situation. If a male senator took pictures of another male senator or a male staffer, it would explode. There's no way anyone would think that a dozen or more photos of another man on a man's phone or computer were anything other than sexual. It would be considered sexual from the start because you would see it as subversive and indecent. But when it's a woman, it takes weeks and her going to the press for you to see it as inappropriate. We need to be better than this. Now, none of this all seems right. We at Subliminal Message Studios want to make it clear that um, these, these, the, some, the, these supposedly provocative pictures that were taken of the senator and uh, what we cannot say for a fact because after all, this is supposedly um, a private investigation, even though it got leaked to the media. But I'm just going to go out and say the same person that leaked it to the media was the same person that was involved in the situation. What we know it was Senator Hunt and um, also... This is our opinion. We cannot prove it. Now, um, that being said, now, um, Senator Grohl did tell uh, Channel 6 News, which, like I said, uh, 
credit is given where credit is due. Um, he said he res uh, resigned from being a senator because he did not want to drag his wife and family through the fight to take the defense. So that leaves, uh, now that does leave his bills up in the wind. It also leaves uh, uh, another senator, unless another senator, I, I'm sorry, unless another senator tells tells the speak by Tuesday night, he or she will pick them up. Now, Governor Ricketts will appoint a senator, uh, Senator Girl's replacement as soon as possible to District 42. Now, um, uh, just that being said, we do have we do have a little data because there were, were some things that were being so far drawn into the situation. And like I said, we at Subliminal Message Studios are not trying to minimize any situation at all. But we do truly believe that if you're going to cry, and not just cry, go to the media because you believe that your former justice was not getting served. Even though it had nothing to do with actual justice, it was just your former justice. I, I want to simply ask you, do you really think this is going to help? Do you really, really think dragging Senator Grown through this, the mud, tearing apart his family, making sure the whole world thinks he's some perverted, crazy, crazy, crazy old guy. Now, let's say he is. Let's say he is. Why didn't you speak about this when it first happened? Why is it just not coming out now? Because we have also heard from a few of our senators that this is happened multiple times. So why is it just now coming out now that this has happened multiple times? Has nothing happened? And if so, has if so, if nothing has happened, because it seems like the only real senator that has a good head on the shoulder and is looking at this from all angles. Not just focusing on the fact that I'm a woman, not just focusing on the fact that I'm a man, but just focusing on the fact that what should we do to truly, truly better this legislation process and bring true trust. Well, that senator, I gotta say, is Judge Slammer. We'll go to one of her videos right now. The body. Um, and, and I'd just like to provide some thoughts on the context of the process we're working through. As Senator Pansy Brooks raised Senator Keene's efforts with LB 1099 in 2018, you created an independent ethics committee, which would have saved us from the convoluted process we currently have. LB 1099 was brought before the executive board for consideration. Our opposition to it was led by former Senator Bowles, who edited the current standing policy during that interim, which I, I clearly believe did not serve anyone well, especially staff. You can, if you don't want to take my word for it, just go through and look at the committee transcript. You can see the debate word for word. I rose today, and I, I really do think it's rich that some of this debate on the treatment of staff is being led by Senator Michaela Kavanaugh, who in 2020 threw a stack of papers and swore to a member of my staff on the floor. She was there to assist me with the bill under consideration. So when we're looking at misconduct within this body, we all need to take a long look in the mirror at our own actions before we take the moral high ground and pretend that we're holier than thou. That process was handled according to a policy set forward by the executive board. Now, following that, Omaha, uh, over the weekend, Omaha Senator Mayor uh, Megan Hunt urged the Attorney General, State Patrol, and Capital Security to investigate this matter. Now, uh, um, I just want to reiterate that these, 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 these things that happen, these matters of pictures, which we are not able to acquire because, after all, it's a private situation, but we are not able to acquire them. That being said, um, these pictures were not taken of her in the nude. There were pictures of her with fully clothed. But my question is, if there is no trust before, 
you're bringing this to the media and you blowing this completely out of proportion. What do you think that's going to do for our senators now or our state capital now? No one's going to build a trust each other because everyone is going to be so scared shitless just to talk to one another. Because all it takes is one media report after all to break every single one of you apart, right? That's showing true unity. Well, if we ever are invaded by China, I know the first place they're going to be able to invade is the Midwest because apparently we also work at McDonald's. Because I've, I've literally seen HR coming out of Burger King that handles situations like this better. And one of my, uh, another question I simply have, and I'm not trying to make an overstatement, I am honestly saying this, when, he, when you saw those pictures, once again, I cannot say for a fact if it was um, a senator we once we, we just quoted, or the senator we uh, mentioned, but when you saw these pictures and you first approached him, because you did, you approached him and you asked about him, and you simply said, did you take these, these pictures of him? He admitted it. Why did you not kick him in his tape right then and there? Because I guarantee, if you were, uh, uh, if you put your mind into it, I guarantee you could have done some embarrassing, embarrassing shit right back to him, and I guarantee you would have never done that again. This matter should have been handled eternally. This is not, you guys are not working as box truck drivers. You guys are not working as lawyers. You're senators. What do you think this is looking like? What do you think we are seeing right now? A whole lot of man-hating, a whole lot of sucking up because they just wanted to go away, which is exactly what we're seeing right now. Nothing is getting solved. And now, and now, like I said, if, if someone was truly scared to talk to one another, well, now everyone is truly, truly scared to talk to one another. How are you guys really, really able to truly, truly, truly vote on all these bills? Are you really, uh, being a human being, are you really, really going to convince me that you're looking at it through uh, an unemotional eyes? I highly doubt it. Because you guys are unable to talk to each other. It's going to take emotion for you guys to get back to each other. This matter, while we do not condone Senator Mike Groen's actions, one little bit, I'm going to make it clear to Groen, just because you're a Republican dog, that does not mean I'm going to stand by you. This is not what Subliminal Message Studios is about. You understand? We are at Subliminal Message Studios. Uh, we are truly, truly about giving you guys the news. We're not going to put my twist on it. I'm not going to put uh, some other twist on it. I don't care what twist of line is out there. I'm going to just tell it like it is. And it's very hard to do that. Do not get me wrong. Especially nowadays. The media is no longer what it is. So I'm simply trying to do my best to stay unbiased and simply ask real questions. Like, bro, why would you take those? Uh, why would you take those pictures? Not just why would you take those pictures? You've got caught multiple times. What do you think is going to happen if you get caught again? Why would you do that? What kind of sick person are you? That being said, we do not think it's an end of day trial. We don't think it's. We don't think your whole family should be drugged through the mud just because you are a little pet peevish or, or not pet peevish. You're a little perverted. We do not think your whole family should be breaking apart because one senator is crying wolf and wants her form of justice, which brings me to that senator. Do you really think this is truly bringing the rest of your colleagues together? And this is pointed both to the both of you, more or less to all of you. Is this bringing all the colleagues together? Do you guys feel that you guys are truly, truly, truly making a difference with the inability to talk to each other about matters at 
out of every single second at hand, you know, when you're just talking in general about a bill, and you guys are trying to really, really conjure up two minds into one, you'll never be able to do that because one person is scared the, sh the hell out of the other person, and not in a good way. Not in a, you know, not, not in a good way. They're scared to communicate with that person. And it's all across the board. It's a whole lot of man-hating. And don't trust and don't and don't think I'm lying about this. This is another one of the videos that came up. <clears throat> it's a whole lot of man-hating, and none of it is going to help our state capital and us being as a union. And that's exactly what we need to do. We need to show true unity in the darkest days of America. And another one of the things I want to get to is the data. While they're talking about an internal study, an internal investigation, and uh, uh, legislation processes with um, how they handle their uh, uh, policies when it comes to uh, workplace harassment and things of that sort, I also want to give you guys uh, some data that might truly, truly help you guys. So you guys aren't just completely lost in the wind and it's not something that's just happening because you guys think it's a, a, a truly social justice form. This might help you, it may give you some truth before you spend that money on, on an outside investigation because all outside investigations are going to cost a lot of money. And I'm sure every one of my senators are very, very much aware that the Midwest is a very, very high human traffic place. So I'm going to give you the real statistics. And it turns out that it is not women that are raped the most that are, 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 are victimized the most, that is not the case at all. Uh, and, and, and there's no arguing with me. They, they, and, if, and I understand, and I understand that there, there is some uh, um, objection to this, and by all means, argue, object all you want. But these are the statistics I got out of Homeland Security and the FBI's website. Now, uh, government data, data reveals that over 50% of child sex abuse victims are boys, and most males are abused between the ages of five and 15. Now, around 60% of victims are molested or raped more than once. A survey conducted on, on adult men in America shows that one out of every five males is raped or molested at least once in their lives. Now, a significant portion of victims of rape, molestation, and other sexual violence are men. This is a, now this is a statistic and data, a database that was dragged up by both um, forms of institution. They're drawn up by um, uh, both forms of institution to gather data and this was uh, data collected in 2018 from 2019. You can see it all on your screen right now. Now, um, uh, I'm going to get to the laws now, the laws that have been progressed when it comes to the, uh, the raping of women and the raping of men, and uh, give you guys the differences, the unbalance between the two. You see what I'm saying? I'm sorry, the unbalance between the two. And also maybe help the senators understand that it's not happening to you. It's just most boys and most men are not talking about it. They're not reporting it. And you can't say that's because of the patriarch. No, it's because they are constantly getting molested and raped. And uh, I'm going to give you another data that uh, uh, should, should really, really, guys, shake you guys out of this empathy, shake you guys out of the socialism that is being produced to the state capital and really, really bring you guys together. I hope to God it does, because if China or if any other country invades right now, for that matter, we are fucked. Do you not understand that? Now, this is another uh, data that was released by the FBI in 2000, uh, 2020, uh, 2019 to 2020. <clears throat> 
most most uh, most assaults on children and molestation and or other sexual violence that are done to boys and or girls are done so by the mother. Over 80% of these victims are physically and mentally abused by the mother. That's that's a statistic that was given out by Homeland Security and FEMA, not by the FBI, but Homeland Security and FEMA. You can look these up all for yourself, so I'll also post them on screen for you right there. But what I'm simply trying to say to you is that if we are continuing to create this victimhood, or if you truly feel that you are not getting the justice that you wanted, that you wanted. I, I, I want you to really, really think about this is the justice that I want. It's not the justice that's really, really going to bring my colleagues together. And I am not saying you should have minimized this. I'm saying, Megan, and I'm, I'm very, very sorry for just saying that. I am saying, Mr. Hunt, Mrs. Hunt, um, our senator, which is the person that linked it to the news. I'm not going to play stupid for you, okay? You're the one that linked it to the news. You're the one that's calling out for, for uh, outside investigation. Well, I hope this data that I'm giving you really, really, truly lets you know that there are really, really, truly bigger matters at hand that we need to put money towards. Children are getting are, are getting human traffic, human traffic all across the Midwest, and we are unable to stop it. Now, whether that is done being done internally, which I'm getting to, because it has happened before. In 2007, there was a big police. Uh, there was a big police uh, um, a scandal that uh, that involved most of the precinct, and they were all involved in child trafficking, child pornography. It's sick. It's sadistic. But what I'm trying to say, if you guys cannot handle this internally, then what is that saying to us? How are we how are we as box truck drivers, as as Burger King workers, as line as line cookers, as as painters, as construction workers, as electricians? How do you think this is going to look to us, knowing that our state capital has to have a formal investigation, outside investigation, if that, an outside investigation just to handle a grown man and a grown woman taking non-new provocative pictures of the other person? Now, am I trying to minimize that? No, at all. I think he should have done exactly what he did. And, if, and if, I'm going to say this for the statement because I'm right behind you, Ms. Hunt. I'm right behind you, Senator Hunt. If he want to resign, I would have made a special video calling for his resignation. You have my word on that. But I truly believe the way you are going about this is causing more destruction than it is bringing all your colleagues together. And that is truly saying something to the rest of us. How do you think? How do you think we are looking at this situation now? And the police? How do you think the state patrol is looking at this right now? But, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. But, oh, and, and keep on enforcing laws. Yeah, we definitely will. These motherfuckers can't even enforce their own laws. They can even handle shit like us. They're not going to enforce anything if you guys cannot handle your own shit together. Bring your own stuff together. Now, uh, do stuff like these happen? Should stuff like this happen? No. However, should these should these situations, should these hard situations really, really truly happen? Yes. What I mean by that is, is uh, uh, should all, should colleagues constantly be griped at from one another? Should they always be putting their asses under the fire? Absolutely. I absolutely love the fact that that's happening. I'm going to make that clear to, uh, to any senator that does not think uh, I, I'm saying that this situation should not be handled. I am absolutely saying the situation should be handled, but um, 
let, uh, uh, just let me get back to this, the, the bill at hand, or um, uh, the, the laws that are put in place, just, just to reiterate and really, really show you guys that the laws that are in place are geared more towards women. So let's say even if this was to happen, if you were left in a room with a Mike Rowan and he ended up, um, I hope to God not, but let's say if uh, there ever was, was a situation in the future where you're left in a room with another senator and that senator turned out great for you. Well, the laws within that rate are harsh on men. Now I'm going to show you guys the unbalance between the two of men and women, and it's not it's not it's not good. I've already revealed to you the data over um, who is really truthfully getting beaten and raped, and who is doing most of it inside the family. It turns out it's the mother, and that's just data that's released by FEMA and Homeland Security. Um, another another data reveals that. Um, now, uh, a criminal law that was passed in 2018 uh, and it imposes the death penalty for rape of girls below 12 years, the minimum punishment in the case of rape of women has been increased from 7 to 10 years. Now, also for perpetrators whose victims are girls under the age of 16, the punishment has been increased from 10 to 20 years, extendable to life imprisonment. These are the laws that are imposed towards Boys are, um, are, are, are anyone that rape is raping a, a woman within the United States of America. No. Um, the legislation for males have not changed whatsoever. And, if they, and not only have they not changed, but they've actually went down anywhere from six to seven years to three to five years. And in 2000 and 2018, it changed from 35 years from uh, for rape of a little boy. So it turns out that the, the the Pope has been having plenty of time and plenty of fun having fun with little boys. As long as it's little boys, he doesn't really have to worry about it. He just has to make sure the information doesn't get released until after you know three or five years now. Now with women, it can be extended to life in prison. Little girls, that can be extended to life in prison. Of course, we don't want that, of course, we don't want to produce legislation in our Nebraska Senate to truly, truly address these issues that I've just produced to you. And this is also data. Should we change this before we change? And should we investigate this before we investigate provocative pictures that are not even new? I feel like we're in high school right now, and I also feel like I'm in high school even talking about this. Now, um, what is my true opinion about this? I'm going to give you my honest guy true opinion about this, and I'm going to give it to you in the, in the, in the wholesome matter that I can. Okay? Do I believe that Senator Mike Brown's actions were just? Do I believe his actions of, of taking provocative pictures of another colleague without her consent with a state-run computer? It's not even his personal computer. I think you're trash, and I think you should resign immediately because you're not. You're, you're not. You're not a, 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 a line cook. You're not a carpenter. You're not an electrician. You're not a lawyer. You are a senator. And um, I think you did the right thing by stepping down. Getting to another point, I do not think uh, the way that just the justice that is supposedly being produced and having this outside investigation, this this whole call for an outside investigation, I think this is nothing to do with true uh, justification for the situation at hand. I think this is nothing but socialism and socialism, socialism at its finest. I'm not kidding you with that. I honestly think that because it's nothing. It's not. It, it has nothing to do with justice. It's something to do with their justice. If they don't get the justice that they want, they're going to tear a family apart. My question to most senators that are um, calling for this outside investigation and these formal matters is: Are you sure you're okay with tearing a family apart? If you guys are unable to handle this internally. 
How do you expect us as citizens to handle our stuff internally at work? Are we going to continue this pride victim? Because the data just revealed that it's mostly little boys and grown men that are getting raped the most. And uh, just to reiterate on that, um, 40% of rapes and sexual assaults were reported to police in 2017, but only 25% were reported to police in 2018. Now, nationwide, 80% of women and 43% of men reported experiencing some form of sexual harassment and or assault in their lifetime. That means most men are simply just not reporting what happens to them. Most little boys are not reporting what happens to them because not only is it happening once, Senator, it's happening multiple, multiple, multiple times. And if they dare go to anyone and say, my mom is beating the shit out of me, most of you are not going to believe that. That is another hardcore fact, but that is not going to be addressed, right? So my simple question to all of you is, if that situation cannot be handled internally, how do you expect us to handle our situations internally without running to the media and crying wolf and locking and destroying people's lives over a situation that could have been handled if we just learned patience? Am I saying this situation should have been minimized to the fullest extent? No. I am right behind you, Senator, when it comes to his resignation. I am right behind you, Senator, when it comes to you guys handling it internally, which is the something that you first stated, and now you are calling for an outside investigation. I think you're following the mob. I think the mob has really truly got to your feelings and you're reacting off your feelings. And I understand it's very hard not to react off feelings. But we here at Sublima Message Studios truly, truly want to see our senators within the state capital of Nebraska work together. And I honestly mean that to the fullest of my heart, to the best of my ability. And I'm trying to say that to the best that I know how. I truly want you guys to work together. And I do not ever, I would, I would like never to see this stuff come out on the media. If it cannot be handled now, now, is there certain stuff that should come out in the media? Absolutely, absolutely. If that senator got her teeth knocked out or got raped, something serious, like pictures of her full nude, not only should they come out to the media, tell, I, I promise you, tell me first, I promise you, I am not kidding you, I will literally address this story all across the internet and I will never stop covering it for a very long time until it's over two, three million views. So don't think I'm playing around with you. But the way this is ha handled, the way you guys are handling this situation is nothing to do with justice. It's just socialism. And I feel bad for Senator Mike Rowe having his whole family being torn apart by this situation. By something that could be handled not only internally, but it could have been handled right then and there, uh, Senator. Kick him in his dick. Use your mind. Embarrass him. Do not tell me that you're not smart enough to come up with some crazy, crazy stuff and embarrass the hell out of him. Do it. Do it. Stop thinking that uh, uh, this, uh, what you're doing is going to really, truly help the matter. It's not. Now, if there was no trust then, then, ladies and gentlemen, there is no trust now in our state capital. And I'm truly, truly, truly ashamed. And I'm truly ashamed of any actions I have taken in my lifetime. 
Do not think I can stand up here and sit here and say that I'm the best person. Let me make this clear to you, ladies and gentlemen. I have messed up so much in my life. I have messed up so many times being a parent. I have messed up so much in my life that I still, to this day, wake up, stare in the mirror, and constantly tell myself I need to be a better person, which always, always, always helps me. One thing, uh, one thing I truly want to uh, uh, reiterate and telling this, uh, telling you guys is, I look at myself in the mirror. I, I don't, I don't look at myself and think about everyone else that maybe may may have hurt me or or uh, the horrible things I've done. I look at myself in the mirror and I accept those things because that is truly something that we all need to do. Acceptance comes within yourself, senators. We have to start accepting ourselves. If you don't accept yourself, then how can I trust you to be a real politician? How can I trust you to really, really bring these legislation processes, to bring these bills into our state capital? And how can I really trust you to bring these and say, oh, yeah, I support these. You don't even accept yourself. How can I trust you? Honestly, how can I trust you? You are not, if you aren't able to accept yourself for who you are, what you really believe in, and also bring your or bring your concepts to the floor, how can I trust you? And it can't be, and you can't sit there and call uh, like like uh, the, the senator, the senator that is that brought the uh, permitless carry bill in Nebraska. He's black. He's a black senator, and everyone is calling him racist right now. Man, once again, man, I feel bad for you, dog. You, you, how the hell are you racist, man? If, if a black man can be a white supremacist, we don't have no hope. Now, getting on to another matter, and this is uh, one of those articles that I came across, not just came across, but I actually heard about it on Facebook. And I also just want to put the picture um, uh, 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 right there. Um, I apologize. Uh, right there. And, um, and give you guys the gist of it. All right. Now, Nebraska associate head coach Chuck Love was suspended with pay this week due to a, to a personal matter. Apparently, I love how they say it's a personal matter. Now, on that same day of that announcement, was the team also removing starting guard Ashley Scurry, and you can see her picture, like I said, right there from the roster. Love and Scurry were both absent from Thursday's road game against Penn State. Head coach Amy Williams will not confirm why or if those decisions are connected. Now. Um, I don't know. I don't much cover, uh, uh, you know, sports in any kind of way. But this is just too funny to uh, uh, come across because the way it reads is, is hilarious. Uh, um, the University of Nebraska Lincoln would not comment on Love's suspension. I'm only saying it's a personal matter. Our reporter, Press Williams, we got two separate news releases yesterday, and those two are two things connected. He asked. That's something I can't answer at this time, but certainly something we are just going to focus on our current team. The husband and father were suspended. The husband and father were suspended with pain. Nebraska coach Chuck Love suspended same day starting guard Ashley Scogin kicked off was kicked off the team. Well, 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 hello, hello. We all know by looking at that picture he was banging that. And if, you know, and I love also how they're also saying we can't talk about uh, or not that we can't talk about we we will not confirm if those decisions are connected. Now this is how you handle an internal investigation. They're not getting it blown out on the media. They're not calling for some some great statutory or uh, outside investigation. No, they're handling it internally and they're moving forward. They're, they're focusing on their team. That is how you do it, which is another reason why I want to handle this article because that's that's how it works out. They handle the mail internally. They did what's right. It's just been both. 
they got rid of both of them. Oh, you're, you're not going to go to the media. No, you're not going to be banging one of your one of your one of your uh, uh, your, your your teammates. Oh, I'm sorry, he was a coach. You can't, you can't be you can't be forward power driving your um your 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 freaking one of your teammates. I'm just going to say it like that, and then take her out on the field and be like, go, oh, Ashley. Yeah, you started culture, or you start, you started one, you're starting point one, all right. But I'm sorry, that is obviously kind of gross. Now, um, that being said, uh, uh, of course those situations are connected. Of course those situations are connected. And if they're not, then Lord have mercy, I don't know what we're going to do. But I guarantee they are. Now, um, uh, moving forward to another piece of uh, uh, Grand Turismo news. Ne- ne- Nebraska legislatures last year set aside $50 million in state money as part of a failed bid to bring the U.S. Space Command headquarters to off the air, uh, air base. Uh, now, a, par- a pair of legislative bills introduced in January would divide the money from the state's rainy day fund into two separate pots. First legislative bill, 1232 which channeled $20 million toward the building and innovation hub just south of the base to support the U.S. Strategic Command Growing Nuclear Command Control and Communications Mission. Now, the second, which is LB-1233, would use the $30 million to fund quality of life projects such as new outdoor sports, pavilion, walking trails, and improvements to the base lane, golf course, track and field stadium, and areas dormitories. Now, um... The legislators' uh, uh, appropriations committee held here on February 10th on two bill on the two bills, which were introduced by uh, State Senator Mike McDonald of Omaha and Rita Sanders of Bellevue. Now, both bills would require matching funds from private donors, usually not a problem in Omaha. The private sector cash has helped build a VA clinic, two areas, a convention center, a ballpark, and other civic projects. Now, um, the efforts. The efforts are uh, stated in late 20, uh, in late 2020. Moffitt was selected as one of the six finalists to become headquarters of the U.S. Space Command a year earlier and had been reactivated as one of the military's unified combat command. Now, this is uh, they're responsible are responsible for fighting wars in space. Those duties have been carried out by Stratcom since 2012. Just to let you guys know. Now. Um, the, the started with a list of outdoor amenities that could be funded through LB 1233. Now, with Sanders introduced, that wasn't a whole lot of for for uh, to do out, out. There wasn't a whole lot to do outdoors. I apologize. She asked, "We're not going to get space job. Uh, we're not we're not going to get space job, but we're looking at getting another command. These are the two things we need to do. Besides the proposed recreational facilities, the bills list renovation of the Fort Crook House." A rooftop garden on Stratcom's headquarters and the construction of a new interior park. Now, um, this uh, this is also falling also going to be following uh, following money into uh, civic research. Civic research is uh, basically cell phone companies that have um, uh, contracts with military with military um, contractors. They have contractors with those guys, and they feed them information, whether that be civilian information or military information or foreign military information, but uh, it, it looks like we are getting ready to get about fifty million dollars into these two um, uh, these two these two um, uh, necessities. Oh, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. But uh, these these two um, these two places, and it looks like they're gearing them more towards communications develop, development. 
And I really get like, the way it reads like the idea for the NC3 Innovation Hub came out of a suggestion from Adam Charles Richards, Stratcom's commander, and said University of Nebraska President Ted Carter. He's a retarded, uh, retarded. I am very sorry. I'm not, I, that's not funny. I'm sorry. A retired um, uh, Navy Vice Admiral. Now, the, um, those communication links had long been considered a neglected piece of the nation's nuclear infrastructure. Only a few years ago, Stratcom was still using 1970s vintage floppy disks to communicate emergency responses messages from outfit to its weapons platform. Now, in 2018, the Defense Secretary, James Mattis, handed control of NC3 to Stratcom with the charge to modernize it. Which, um, if you guys don't know, this is also, uh, this is happening a lot around America. But like I said, it's more geared towards communications and, Str and Stratcom's development in the outer space program. It's not really developing our nuclear infrastructure. If, if, if you read these, if you read this stuff, like I said, or like I have been reading it, it's more geared towards, like the NC3 involves a network of high-tech communication links that connects the, uh, that connects uh, high-flying uh, high um, spaceships with our uh, low-orbiting low uh, low satellites. I apologize. And um, now, that, uh, there's also another thing I want to I get to with this. Now, the Deterrence Park will bring together several iconic STRATCOM and strategic air command artifacts. A pair of Atlas and Miniman II missile shells now mounted in front of the former STRATCOM building, plus a B-52 strategic bomber and an EC-135 looking glass just jet displayed outside the King Gate. Now, um, like I said, I, I, it, it's... Why, why, why I have to look? I do do a little more research into some of these bills, but I also want to do reiterate. This uh, seems like it's more geared towards the communications de uh, development within the Midwest, which falls aligned with um, uh, Poopy Pants, uh, Poopy Pants's uh, agenda with pushing global globalism, with helping global globalism be spread out in America. But it also helps with them shutting down the communications sector within the Midwest. And this money that's being developed as a double-edged double sword, it can build up the military's communications and it will bring ours straight down. Or if it doesn't bring ours down, now what I'm trying to say by that is it seems to me that this, uh, the, the, these, the monies and the bills that are uh, being geared and being thrown towards these two developments are solely, solely constructed and focused on communications development in the Midwest, which falls in line with Biden's agenda of 3030 to give, uh, which well, what he says is give the internet to uh, rural people in the Midwest, what it really, really, truly, 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 truly is about is using satellites to track more rural people because they, they're unable to uh, track certain parts of the woods where um, some militiamen go. They're unable to track certain uh, rural people and what they're talking about, not uh, talking about on the internet. But there's, you have to understand that we have technology that Literally, we can see straight through your house. They can see straight through your house. They can see exactly what you're doing, where you're standing, how many people are in the house. We have that technology, and it's all done through the satellites. It's all done on satellites. I apologize. What will also help with that is high, uh, high orbiting spaceships, 
connecting with low orbiting satellites. And this is another thing, another uh, developing situation, which we do need to touch base on here in America. Make, make no sense. But when they said we've been using 1970s floppy disk um, to, uh, um, to admit emergency broadcasts or emergency transmissions from Stratcom, uh, Stratcom to uh, other weapon systems, they weren't lying. They actually were. And um, I do believe the modernization do needs to happen. But what worries me is why are we solely focused on the communication development and most of the money not only is geared towards that, we're not really focusing on the outer space thing. Not to say that's good because whenever we touch on the outer space thing, the first thing that everyone, uh, that comes to everyone's mind is, yeah, I'm going to be on that spaceship and the whole ship goes up and fan. I have news for you, ladies and gentlemen. No, you're not. You're not going to be on that spaceship. Um, uh, you see, uh, uh, the Demos group, the Bilderberg groups, uh, the Bush families, or uh, Orsinian families, the uh, Kazakhstan families, Rothschilds, Rockefellers, PJ, uh, JP Morgan, uh, all all of these families, you know, the Gates family, which is inadvertently part of the Orsinian families and the Kazakhstan families, you can just look it up. But um, they're not giving you a bow time. They, they, they want you to push their agendas, don't get me wrong. They want you to use social justice right? Not American justice, social justice. But you're not going to be on the boat when the whole shit goes up in flames. You're not going to be on the spaceship when they burn it down. You're not going to uh, be you're not going to be in the car. You're dead like the rest of us. Keep that in mind. Ladies and gentlemen, why don't we go to a short break and then we will come back, and I will cover the rest of this news. There is a lot going on uh, uh, amongst uh, our uh, amongst our crime rates going up within uh, uh, the city of Omaha. We just saw a 3.7 increase in uh, gun and, and gun <clears throat> gun violence, and um, I, I I say that as a light of, a light of hand. And I also want to say is well. How's that working for you now? Because uh, we had a lot of uh, pushback when it came to the per, uh, permanent carry bill, and a lot of uh, our some of our police officers and a lot of our chiefs uh, and uh, so, uh, the opposition stated that it's going to turn into wild west and everyone's going to start shooting each other. Well, I have a little news for each other. People are already shooting each other, and we didn't need to push the last legislation through to see that. If you don't believe me, we're just going to give you a quick rundown of police shootings that have happened over the last two weeks. All right, ladies and gentlemen, coming up next, how do you set yourself accidentally on fire? Well, I don't know, but I'm telling you right now, this man just fucking figured it out. That's right, uh, York, in York, Nebraska, authorities in southeastern Nebraska say a man trying to smoke drugs in a bus bathroom accidentally set himself on the bus on fire. This is happened around 4 a.m. Saturday abroad uh, abroad uh, Burlington Trailways bus on Interstate 80 in York County. Sheriff deputies and firefighters were called for reports of a motor coach bus on fire and found the bus parked and evacuated on the side of the interstate. Firefighters put out a fire in the bus bathroom with a fire extinguisher. This was said, this is what was said by officials. Now investigators say the fire was started by a 33-year-old man from Brunswick, Georgia. Who suffered upper body burns in the fire in uh, the fire and was taken to a York hospital for treatment. He was later arrested on suspicion of arson and possession of a controlled substance. Well, after all, he probably was smoking one of those good old federal crack pipes. Thanks, Biden. 
Authorities said they believe Ray went to the bathroom to smoke drugs when his clothes caught fire, which spread to other items in the room. The fire is estimated to have caused about 1,500 in damage to the bus. One thing I know is you have to be a true idiot to literally set on a bus on fire while trying to smoke your federal drugs. But then again, that's just how we roll in 2022. Uh, we're looking forward to 2023. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, moving forward, because after all, that is the craziest, one of the craziest things we've covered. I don't, like I said, setting yourself uh, on fire as you're trying to, just never mind. Now, uh, if you guys don't know, this has recently come out. Uh, President Putin Pants has approved requests for a federal disaster declaration for Nebraska and Iowa after a line of destruction, thunderstorms, and tornadoes swept across the states in mid-December. That's one thing that Sleepy Biden definitely um, uh, needed to do because, after all, after he uh, introduced uh, and um, not introduced, I should say, an executive order um, his administration to introduce the 30-30 plan, which would take around 30% of our agriculture in the state of Nebraska, literally putting uh, Nebraska in a very tight chokehold with money, a very tight chokehold with oxygen, a very tight chokehold like Macho Man Randy Savage does. Now, um, the destination announced Wednesday by the White House, we had Saki up there, Saki real good, of course, allows segments of the two states to cross uh, access federal funding for emergency work and repair or replacement of damaged facilities. The declaration covers 25 counties with, from south, in, south central to east central Nebraska and 25 counties across Iowa. At least 45 tornadoes were confirmed in December in the month of December, 15 storms that crossed the Great Plains and Midwest amid unseasonably warm temperatures with Nebraska, Iowa, and Minnesota taking the brunt of the damage. The line of the storms was classified by the National Weather Service as a serial derecho, which shares similarities to a hurricane, but it has no eye and its winds, and its winds come across in a line. That, 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 that is, uh, that is um, the reason why I'm getting to this article before I get to this next article, which is really, really what the juicy doocy is, um, other than, other than uh, us wasting money on an outside investigation over pictures uh, uh, that aren't even nude. How ashamed. Anyways, uh, now, um, the reason why Biden is allowing Nebraska, the state of Nebraska, and the state of Iowa to extract this money out of federal funds is because of what I invite to read you right here, because certain senators are going to probably get a big, big chunk out of this federal funding for um, a, 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 dec a disaster declaration, I'm sorry, for a federal disaster, disaster declaration for Nebraska and Iowa. I'm wondering which senators are going to get the grunt and the most of that money because of this right here. Now, um, let me read you this. Now, a bill seeking to place a limit on perpetual conservative assessments drew mixed responses from Nebraska landowners at a hearing earlier this month. But the goal of ending that perpetual agreements has drawn support from a prominent and outspoken official, Governor Pete Ricketts. State Senator Dave Merman at Glenville introduced legislation Bill 135, which would limit the east, uh, that's, uh, easements to a time period of 99 years and give local planning agency more discretion to approve or reject proposed assessments. Now, conservation assessments are voluntary legal agreements between the landowner and a government agency, typically a land trust, that permanently limit, limit land use for conservation purposes. Meaning, let me put that in a, a, a dumbed down, my stupid terms. What that means is, um, 
30%, a Biden ordered 30% of Nebraska in particular to be uh, laid, to be completely free of any human construction and completely free of any humans at all. And it's only for conservation purposes, meaning wildlife is free to roam there and uh, uh, things of that, uh, things of that, things of that nature. Now I also want to reiterate before I get to this, um, to the rest of this article because it is very, very important. I'm going to try to break this down to the details as much as possible, which is why I'm stopping right then and there. I want you to keep in mind that um, there is a, a nine-member board on the um, on uh, blah. There's a nine member, uh, There's only a nine-member uh, nine-member board that um, of unelected officials. By the way, they're elected through secret balloting and um, completely uh, not elected by the people. I'm just going to leave it there. Um, that, um, that control the environmental the, the environmental and health assessment uh, agency or the health assessment board within the state of Nebraska. Nine members, of those, nine members are all placed in there through elect, electoral secret balloting. Now, uh, we're, they are trying to change this given the governor power to who he wants to elect towards those committees, which I don't think that's, I don't think that's right either. You know, um, I, I don't think that's the right way to go. It might be too a little too much, a little too much power, a little too much power that is only only given strictly to the government. And uh, that that is, I don't I don't believe that's like I said, I just don't believe that's the right way to go. Because what if we get a very very far left wing Democratic governor in there, and even the even and even the left side does not agree with them? Well, we've already given so much power to the to the governor. Through these legislation process, keep in mind this is not the only bill that would give uh, a power strictly and solely to the governor. This bill would give strictly solely the power to the governor who he wants to elect on these um, on these uh, uh, environmental uh, board and committees and stuff like that. The governor will also be given the power of who he wants to elect on our state educational board committees. Now, I'm going to reiterate, Pete Ricketts is stepping down. What I what I um, what I see for coming is a very 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 hard left wing Democrat that is going to take that position in the seat, and we all about to be in some shit. Now, um, uh, re reiterating of this now, in Nebraska and the U.S. for decades, but uh, the, the, these uh, these these rules have recently come under fire in the past year amidst Ricketts' campaign against President Joe Biden's goal of conserving 30 percent of U.S. land and water by 2030. The White House has since rewriting the broad proposal first referred to as 30 by 30 as American as America the Beautiful. Under Merlin's proposal, a register of deeds would require approval from the uh, appropriate governor body, the local planning commission, or a county board before recording the uh, easement. Now, under state law, local governments with zoning in place can deny easements if they conflict with previously approved land uses or previously announced plan for government use of the land. Local planning boards are given 60 days to provide comment on the easement. If they fail to do so, the easement is approved. Now, I also want to uh, give you guys the, the reality of this, okay? What President Biden is doing by giving 30%, by saying 30% of land and water needs to be up for grabs completely to wildlife, I must, before I even get to my first point, I'm going to say this. I don't know if you guys know this, but here in the state of Nebraska alone, we produce 40% more oxygen than in the Amazon rainforest in the peak of corn season. And that's not a lie. You can see it right up, uh, 
right up there. I never get that right. Right up there. Um, 40% more oxygen than the Amazon rainforest. That is a hell of a lot of oxygen that we are going to be taking away from the planet Earth that we are contributing, by the way. See, the reality of most of the farming and most of the oil procedures, they are very, 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 very safe and effective. It's only the mainstream media that has given people these these ideologies and these false ideologies of believing that fracking and believing that oil distribution and believing that um, that humans are the scourge to the planet Earth. This is only a globalist idea. This is completely false. And if, if you really do your research, you're going to find out that we have been very, very, very helpful towards the environment and we actually help the planet Earth more than destruct it. It's only the globalists that are truly, truly trying to get us to self-destruct within ourselves and that, so then we can destroy the entire world, given no thought, given no patience. That is a great attribute for every single one of us to die. That is not, um, I'm not just saying that to be, that's not a conspiracy theory. I don't know how many videos I've produced to you right here on this uh, YouTube channel, right here on my podcast. Unless you guys know, no, this is honestly what they talk about. So when our senators talk about, you know what I mean, um, power going this way, when our senators talk about money going this way, we never sit here and talk about inflation because if our Fed, if the federal government keeps on spending money like they do, it doesn't matter how much money we have here in a couple of years because it's going to take us time to run through a lot of the money that we are getting ready to spend. Well, here in four or five years, that $6 million, that $250 million, it's not going to be worth $250 million, right? We need to address these situations. We need to address the Vanguard Project Group giving secret balloting and secret money to some of our senators and then they're progressively pushing this left-wing agenda which we all know is not working out we all know it's coming straight from Satan. how else am i going to say this now um, that being said now uh what i mean by under state law and i also want to get to my other point you have to understand that here in the state of nebraska at least i'll just speak for the state of nebraska we have bought and paid for almost every single one of our uh, of our deeds to our lands, bond paid for, whether it be personally bond paid for or the state has bond paid for it. So President Biden has no jurisdiction, has no right to tell the state of Nebraska, uh, you need to put 30% or 25% or 13%, they, he has no right at all to tell us what to do with our land here in the great state of Nebraska. And I salute every single one of my senators for speaking up against uh, speaking up against it, uh, President Biden's uh, progressive ideals. I, I, and I also appreciate every one of my senators that also agreed with it, but still showed the true opposition to it. Because it turns out it was one of the senators that's very, very far left wing, left, left wing, even she opposed it. And I salute you and I'm not even kidding to you that. I salute you. Now, um, now, Murphy's remarks echoes those made by Rickett's spokesman, Alex Roos, who said the perpetual agreements rob future generations of the flexibility to develop or manage the land differently, which is absolutely, absolutely really, really true. We have to understand that this land that uh, the feds are trying to appropriate, and, and they're, they're, they're saying it in the name of green. You know, they're saying it in the name of keeping the earth green. I'll give you, and I'm going to continue to post uh, post the statistics uh, up there, post the database, so you guys can see for yourself why I ramble on, that we as a people 
especially here in the state of Nebraska, we create so much oxygen, so much more, over 40% more oxygen than the Amazon rainforest, okay guys? If any of you have been to the rainforest, I myself have not. I study a lot about it. You know, the conspiracy theories, um, uh, the in, environmental uh, or the environmental part of the rainforest, agricultural parts of the rainforest, the animals in the rainforest, I study on it. And I'm going to tell you right now that that is an amazing thing that we do for this planet Earth during the peak of corn seasons. It's a very, very, very amazing thing. But of course, the devil wants to take that away. Of course, the devil wants to take that away. Now, um, the, the legislative pass, a bill changed that currently law, the governor would support measures to end perpetual conservation easements. This is what, uh, quoted by Rousseff. Now, at the hearing on February 11th, the Judiciary Committee heard an array of opinions from ranchers, farmers, and environmental advocates who traveled from across the state to speak on the bill. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, I want to get into the, some of the people, the advocates, the environmental advocates that uh, supposedly uh, traveled across the state. If you did not know that um, some of these environmental advocates are some of the same people that are on um, the uh, Black, Rock, uh, Black Rocks Committee, um, they're on some of their same bills. It's, it's all tied in with each other. They're all, they're all from Washington. They're all from the Davos group. They all came to the state of Nebraska to trick the citizens of Nebraska into believing that, no, you Nebraskans are a bunch of country stupid cowboys and you guys do not know what you're doing to the earth. Allow us to take more land away from you and you can just sock it up like Jim Sockies up every night. Now, um, going forward, I'm sorry about that. Now. The permanent decisions are made all the time, said John Denton, the manager of Nebraska Conservation Programs for Ducks Unlimited. This bill will be taking a property right from those who want to make the decision to conserve them. Now, uh, Bern Jansen, the vice president of the Nebraska Farmers Union, and a fourth-generation family farmer shared similar sentiments, which is also why I'm covering these guys, because I also want to give you guys the other side of the talking points, the other side of the fields, man. It can't always, it can't always just be about what we believe in, guys. Now, um, He's going on being quoted saying, um, as a landowner, I should be able to use a voluntary tool if I think it is necessary to protect the future of my generation family farm, he said. Murmur said uncertainty about Biden's conservation proposal has caused concern for landowners, including many in his district. Rickus has argued that Biden's 30 by 30 proposal in which conservation easements would be one tool to reach the goal amounts to a land grab orchestrated by radical environmental groups. That's exactly what I just got done saying, but thank you, Brother Ricketts. You take the uh, words right right out of my mouth, don't you? Um, uh, now, um, he signed an executive order in June 2021 that requires state agencies to stop providing money and staff support for any project involving permanent conservation easements. It requires set term easements to receive approval from the governor's office. Bruce appointed uh, we're supported. Uh, the only state agency covered under the executive order are those under the government of uh, governor's control, which leaves out the Nebraska Game and Parks Commission and the Nebraska Environmental Trust. Um, and the Nebraska Environmental Trust and the Game and Parks Commission, I want to reiterate, they all have nine to ten member boards. They're all um, elected through secret balloting, secret through uh, secret processing. We as the people do not have any say of who gets elected on those boards and those it turns out that those boards a lot of a lot of them are from california a lot of them a lot of a lot of them are um very 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 far left wing 
um, environmental activists that believe that humans are the scourge of their uh, scourge of the earth, and they place themselves on these boards like the Nebraska Environmental Trust to then say that no, we believe in the Second Amendment, we believe in this, we just believe there should be rules on that, and that's not what the Second Amendment, that's not what the right to uh, defend yourself is truly, truly about, and that's exactly why we here at Subliminal Message Studios are going to continue to speak out uh, uh, against it every day um, until it stops. And um, that's not saying there aren't good uh, good board members on um, on these committees. That's not saying that at all. Some of these board members are actually um, fourth, fifth generation hunters. Um, I, I, I've covered one of them, and um, they are good men on these boards. But even those people know what's going on, and they are unable to speak out because they are in that position. Well, we here at Subliminal Message Studios are not in that position, and we will expose those guys for you. Thank you very much for all the work you guys do do. Do, uh, do, not do, do. You know what I'm saying. Now, um, currently, uh, uh, 67 of Nebraska's 93 counties have passed resolutions in opposition to the 3930 plan. Douglas and Sarpy counties have not introduced any such res uh, resolution. And uh, there's there's a lot to do with that. Um, the, the mayor that we have, uh, you know, there's there's a lot there's a lot of different aspects to that to that. Um, to that, uh, to that reasoning, uh, when it comes to Omaha and Sarpy County, uh, uh, one of those reasons is actually, uh, actually because of Governor Ricketts. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I, I gotta say, you know what I mean. Uh, for his plans on the, uh, for his plans for future, uh, you know, for his future uh, land park, you know what I mean. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't remember what he exactly called it. And it seems like great plans. It seems like that would bring very, very, uh, very. Um, a, a big impact on our economy, bringing tourists in and giving them more to look at, really, really showing them the beauty of our state, which is why I 100% agree with it. It's something I do think we should do. You know, we have the land for it, but uh, I, I, once again, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to call it like I see it. I'm not going to tell it like it is. The reason why Douglas and Sarpy are two of the counties that have not joined that is because of that, the mayor of the uh, of Douglas in particular, and that's not saying Jean is a horrible person. And those of you who know, I have actually supported Jean on a lot of things she's done, but she drives me crazy. I'm not going to lie. Um, that being said, that being said, I truly believe we need to uh, come together in the state of Nebraska, no matter how far away from uh, our democratic uh, democratic um, uh, beliefs, Republican beliefs, I truly believe that there is one time to uh, pull together. It is in the darkest time in America, which we are in right now. Make no mistake, we have not been in a darkest time since 1776, and that was a very, very dark time. And what came after 1776 was glory and it was beautiful and it gave us the freedom and it gave us the push to bring the freedom to the rest of the world which is what we need to come out right now we are on the darkest days in america it needs to be the left and the right that are bringing the true light into this world so we can show this world what freedom is really really all about that two sides that cannot connect with each other will show connection under the line of freedom that two sides that are not connected can show connection under the embracement of 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 of, of, of aggravated assaults of of disagreements of all proportions which we are seeing one of those disagreements go through the nebraska senate 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 you know um, 
everything that we are doing right now, I hope that God will make us better. And we are at Subliminal Message Studios. I, honest to God, truthfully do think it's going to make us better. As a state and as people, and as people, as children. But it will never get better if we continue to drive what other people are giving us, the ideas that other people are giving us. We are in the state of Nebraska. I'm going to say this once. I'm going to say it again. We are in the state of Nebraska. We need to formulate our own concepts, get in dark rooms, away from everybody else. No phones, no cell phones. No, you need to get your own concept. Realize that everything you are being told right, right now, even the ideals, even the amendments that some of our senators are putting push through right now, those are not your real thoughts. You are simply being given those. Someone is telling you this is this is what you should be thinking about when it comes to justice. This is what you should be thinking about when it comes to spending money. This is what we should be thinking about when it comes to the state of Nebraska Constitution, whether it needs to be ratified or not. Now, uh, am I saying that the state uh, the state constitution of Nebraska is is fully is faulty? Are you kidding me? Is is not everything faulty? Is is there's not is there not one thing that is fault in every single country that we have on this planet Earth? Yes, there is, and you know why? It's because men and women are at fault. We are continuously being told that it is not our problem for what we do. We are continuously being told that oh, don't worry, we all got your back. We all think you're not wrong after you just cheated on your husband after 15 years, and you've been, and, you know, and now you're taking his kids and his money. You, we're, we constantly are convincing ourselves that we are not to blame. Each one of us individually are to blame for our own actions. I suggest every single one of us start looking at ourselves in the mirror and realizing it is not anyone's fault but our own. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I will continue to look at myself in the mirror. And make no mistake, I'm going to say this once, I'm going to continue to say it. I continue to make mistakes, I make defaults all the time, but I will continue to look myself in the mirror and say, Ben, Leo, what do you need to do to get better? And I will progress in doing that. I will take any opposition, any 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 thought that I do not truly believe in. I don't care if it sounds stupid. We here at Subliminal Message Studios do not think it's stupid. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I don't care what you're being told by the right side. That is my, that's, that's, when I mean the right side, I mean the Republican side. I don't care what you're being told by the Republican side and how wrong you are. I want you to put your concepts to the test. And that is what Subliminal Message Studios is all about. We here don't have no talking points. We don't. We don't have any 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 uh, teleprompters behind this camera or beyond this camera. No one is telling me what to say. I simply analyze these situations and I tell it like it is. And I try my hardest to not look at it from a Republican lens, from a Democratic lens. And I just try to tell it like it is and give the, the Midwest people, the Nebraska people, real news. That is what Subliminal Message Studios is honestly, honestly about. And it is funded by the people for the people. So if the people are not funding this channel, this news broadcast, make no mistake, we will not grow. That is a very, very hardcore reality. And while you not might agree with me, thank God for that. I do not want to have everyone agree with me. I need opposition. I need people to disagree with me so I can become a better person. And it's the rest of my state capital, the rest of my state troopers, police, 
all of you guys. I salute every single one of you guys. No matter how critical I am of you, no matter how supportive I am of you, no matter how wrong I think you are, I support you. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. This is Subliminal Message Studios. I am your host, Leonardo. You can find me on Facebook, Snapchat, Anchor, Spotify, YouTube, YouTube. <laughs> Thank you very, very, very much, ladies and gentlemen. And just keep in mind, straight up, guys, be honest. Let's go, Brandon! Welcome to Subliminal Message Studios, ladies and gentlemen. And as always, I am your host, Leonardo. Thank you very much for joining me. You can find me on any social media platform. That is uh, except for Twitter and TikTok because I got banned off of Twitter and fuck TikTok, guys. Just imagine. Think of the big bureaucracies that have died. U.S. Steel, Kodak, Federated Department Stores. Sears Roebuck, and yet some things have come through and survived, and in some cases the whole business had to die, and they had to take the capital out, and we owned no businesses since this arrived. That's what Berkshire did. Look at the three companies of Berkshire. Yeah, they all they all went out of business, and yet we wrung enough money out of them before they died. Berkshire now has more 